Hello and good evening everyone. My name is Randall. And I am JD. And welcome to another episode of Tara Usap Tayo. This episode is in partnership with the Coffee Concept. No coffee maker? We gotcha! Taste the quality of the Philippine coffee without using a coffee maker through the new drip coffee product brought to you by the Coffee Concept. Brew instantly by adding hot water and enjoy the flavor of fresh roasted coffee. Perfect for personal use. Bring it in the office, when traveling, or when you just feel like having good coffee. Perfect for your caffeine fix. But wait, there's more. Need a relaxing drink after a tiring day at work? Coffee Concept also offers all-natural teas. They offer Pucci tea that contains butterfly tea and jasmine, hibiscus sangria that contains hibiscus flower, cranberry, orange, and rose chips, and acai green tea that contains green tea, bamboo, mint, and tarragon. You can reach Coffee Concept through Ms. Karen Salonga by dialing 0915-877-2089. Again, that's 0915-877-2089. Or you can conveniently send them a message through Facebook. You just have to type Coffee Concept. But Randolph, do you know what goes perfect with coffee and tea? What, JB? Bread and pastries, of course. And where can we get the perfect bread and pastry for our coffee? I'm glad that you asked. We are proud to announce that Tara Usap Tayo has also formed another partnership with the Pancho's Lab. Pancho's Lab offers various bread and other pastries that will go perfectly with your coffee. Some of their best sellers are the mini mango cheesecake and mini cinnamon roll. Each product is homemade with love and perfection that ensures a soft, moist, and delicious flavor in every bite. You can reach Pancha's Love by dialing 0975-378-4414. Again, that's 0975-378-4414. You can also visit Facebook and Instagram. Just type Pancha's Love and you will find their delicable baked goods that will perfect to your tea and coffee. Okay, so good evening, JD. Good evening, Randall. So it's been a while. So again, to our viewers, due to, uh, I mean listeners rather, due to uh, unforeseen reasons, we were not able to post a podcast, a new podcast last Sunday. So instead, we'll be posting it today. Wednesday. So our topic for today, uh, for this night rather, is about reinstating good moral and right conduct or GMRC classes in basic education. But before we go into the details of reinstating GMRC to basic ed, let's give our listeners a bit of overview on the history of GMRC in the basic education of the Philippines. Okay, so the K to twelve program or the K to twelve curriculum was implemented in 2012, and the full implementation happened in 2018 when the first batch of the K twelve graduates or K twelve students graduated in 2018. Now, during the implementation in 2012, um, in 2013, the GMRC or the Good Moral uh, 
good moral and right, right. conduct. Yeah. Right conduct uh, was dissolved. And um, it was not entirely dissolved, but it was uh, integrated with other subjects for the K-12 program. So prior to the K-12 program, the GMRC is implemented in the old curriculum. Uh, and it was just integrated to other subjects like education sa pagpapakatao and even other social science subjects. And even the, ano, di ba? It's also integrated in other subjects such as science, English, and math. So, just last year, there is a Uh, a bill yes. submitted July 1, 2019. A bill submitted at the lower house bill, House Bill uh, 609. It's an act to institutionalize good manners and right conduct. Uh, right conduct and character education in the current curriculum, which is the K-12 curriculum. And just after a few weeks, July 19, 2019, It was endorsed to the Senate by Senator Mig Zubiri, Senate Bill 310. And after, after almost a year, yes, uh, it was already enacted yeah, to I Republic think... Act number or. Uh, 11,476. Yeah. This, I think this was approved or this was enacted June 25, 2020. So this is very recent. So yes, yes. this law basically says that there should be a separate GMRC or Good Moral and Right Conduct subject in the basic ed. And when I say basic ed, that includes elementary And yeah. the high school level, junior high school. Yes. So, um, the Republic Act's title is an act institutionalizing good manners and right conduct and values education in the K-12 curriculum, appropriating funds, therefore, and for other purposes. But um, my question, Randolph, is why did the basic education decide to... Uh, create another discipline of GMRC ra rather than retaining it as a, an integration to other subjects? Oh, Why do you think so? Well, I guess it's because, uh, first of all, GMRC is supposed to be taught uh, at home uh, by the parents. But the thing is, uh, the thing is, in a student's life or in a day of a student, most of it or most of the child's time is also spent in school. Okay, so uh, the time where parents should guide the students is limited because they spend most of their time in school. So let's say in basic education, students uh, go to school at 7 and then uh, goes home at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And then their parents are, are uh, also having jobs. They also go to work. Tatrabaho din sila. And sometimes, nakakauwi na sila ng gabi. 
So I think the government saw that uh, GMRC being taught at home is no longer enough. So since the school is like the second home of the students and the teachers are the second parents, uh, the government thought that maybe uh, baka pwede tayo as teachers na tayo yung uh, tayo yung gumanap sa role ng parent to teach GMRC to students. So I think that's the reason why uh, the government implemented this law. Law again. Uh, but I think you also mentioned uh, when we were just talking about this no, that it's also because integrating it to other subjects is really difficult. Yes. Also that <clears throat> uh, what the Department of Education discovered that the integration of GMRC to other subjects is not really effective because nalulunod yung GMRC because the oh. teachers are more uh, are prioritizing in achieving the set standard or the set competency. That's why sometimes the teacher no longer includes the GMRC part of the, of the lesson because they are more focused on achieving the competency. Okay, so it's not that effective. The integration of GMRC is not that effective. Plus, I think it's also uh, really challenging for some teachers, especially those who are teaching uh, technical subjects, very highly technical subjects like mathematics and science to integrate such uh, good morals and right conduct. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's it would be okay talaga no, to create um, another subject or a separate subject to do this para ma-focus siya. Kasi yes. nga, kagaya na nasabi mo, na-overshadow talaga ng content na expected content ng um, ng subject. But I, I hope sana hindi pa rin matanggal yung attempt to integrate uh, this uh, good moral and uh, character uh, no sa other subjects. Now, uh, let's go to, let's run through the law, DAR A11476. It's just five pages. no. So we encourage to our listeners to please have some time to read this because it yes. will really help students, your children, no? So, ano lang, I think I would suggest just to highlight the, of course, it, the section one, it would be known as the GMRC and values education. And um, also, uh, let's go to, I want to go to section number four, the institutionalization of good manners and right conduct and values education in K-12. So it will. It states here that it will be implemented from grades one to grade six, and grade seven to grade ten. Grades one to six, it will be called GMRC, and then grades seven to ten, it would be called um, Values Education. And Values Education at senior high school uh, shall be integrated in teaching of subjects in grade eleven and twelve. So I think uh, it will not be implemented in senior high. Yes. High school. Yeah. But it will yeah. be implemented to the junior high school and, and elementary. elementary level. 
So what's your thought on this one, Randall? Well, uh, my thought about this is that uh, since uh, this is going to be a new subject for the basic education, let's talk about the challenges first. Uh, okay. Of course, uh, it would be challenging to draft another uh, curriculum guide for yes. a separate subject. Uh, remember, this is going to be implemented to uh, elementary, which is grades 1 to 6, and then uh, junior high, which is 7 to 10. That is 10 years of level. Okay? That is 10 levels. And drafting and creating a new curriculum for a subject is really hard. Because remember, uh, in the curriculum, uh, there's no separate curriculum for just uh, a single subject. There needs to be uh, a vertical and horizontal alignment. Okay. So when we say horizontal alignment, it should be aligned to uh, other subjects. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's supposed to be aligned with other subjects, and vertical it should be aligned with itself. So it's very yeah. it's very challenging to do that. Okay, especially with especially with what ex what we are experiencing now where everything is in a standstill and the department is also facing its own challenges. Kasi, di ba, we are also facing another curriculum shift uh, when uh, this pandemic started because uh, the department is also now modifying the present curriculum in order to cater on what's happening with COVID-19, which is uh, the big the curriculum right now is being modified to be able to cater to uh, online learning or studying in the house. Okay, so so that's the first challenge that I see here. It would be very challenging to draft another curriculum for that subject. And then another thing is that uh, another challenge that I see here is that... Uh, the department or some of the divisions rather would also need to start uh, what do you call this start hiring new personnel new teaching staff to teach this subject okay because there are there are some uh, there are some divisions that are having trouble with uh, the count of their teachers in their schools so that's why some di some divisions are uh, some teachers who are uh, members of other divisions have overloads. So I think yung mga teacher na, yung mga schools na overloaded na yung teachers dahil konti lang sila, that would be very challenging because that's another subject. That's another load. So that's one, one challenge. But the good thing yeah. is, it would open up jobs. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's one of the good things that I will, that I see here. Uh, it will open up new opportunities, new items for the public school sector, and new jobs in the private school sector. Although, I don't think new jobs would be very beneficial right now since, yeah, we're also facing, a pa we're fa still facing the pandemic and private schools don't have uh, funds in hiring new personnel for this. So I think uh, this is still postponed 
I think it's uh, the enactment or the implementation, the actual implementation of this law is still postponed due to the the pandemic that we are experiencing right now. And uh, one another good thing that I can see here is that we could really guide the students. Okay, we could really guide the students. Uh, teachers uh, must matututukan nila yung estudyante na parang there are they are the children of the teachers and the teachers are the parents because uh, we're also having uh, character issues because GMRC is not just about mor morality. It's also about character building. And one problem that I'm seeing in most of the youth is that uh, they don't have a stable character or they don't have uh, a character that will benefit them in the future. Maybe because uh, uh, there are certain scenarios at home that uh, that uh, that prevents them to have a solid character. Maybe they're I know maybe they're no longer with their parents. Okay, maybe maybe they're only living with a guardian. That's not uh, hindi yung one hundred percent yung focus sa kanila. Because the attention of the parents, I think, is a very, very uh, important ingredient in building the character of the child. So, for example, if the child is an orphan and it's only he or she is only living with a relative and the relative's focus on that child is uh, uh, limited, then I don't think that that child is able to, you know, develop a good character. So I think this is one of the benefits is that we could help those kinds of learners, those kinds of children who are av having problems in terms of character building. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really true, no? Um, I want to highlight what you mentioned a while ago that good moral, uh, Good moral. It must be built, built or <clears throat> trained at home, but it's quite difficult because of our setup before. But right now we are all living at our houses and um, doing distance learning for the higher education, for the basic education. I think we'll also be doing distance learning uh, upon implementation, upon opening of the school year, but. Uh, this would actually be helpful for the parents, no? For for since iba-iba tayo ng bahay, iba-iba tayo ng sitwasyon, no? Hindi natin alam kung anong sitwasyon ng bata. But I hope most parents are doing their best to train their child. Now, uh, to the teachers naman, of course, kaway-kaway po sa mga values, education, uh, values educators natin. Uh, of course, this is a victorious year and glorious law for our values educators know that values education is not just values education no it's about character building and character building is really very very crucial at the elementary years and junior high school years kasi kami sa tertiary level um there's uh, uh an article i read that um there's a difference between teachers in the basic ed and a teachers in uh, university or college that 
when it, when you go to college, our role, the role of uh, instructors or professors is just to lead the students to the fountain of knowledge. And it's up for the students on how much water or how much knowledge they're going to get. But for basic educators, you also have to build the character. And character is really, really difficult to build. Kasi pagdating po sa college, wala na pong, mahirap na pong bumali ng sumay. Yes. But, uh, that's, that's, that's my, ano, that's my take on this one. So I think it's really, really important talaga sa panahon natin ngayon, sa society natin ngayon. No? Uh, but um, in Section 5 of the law, they also mentioned about the coverage of this uh, values education. The overview of the coverage. I hope no, um, it's, it's not entirely the same as the values education or GMRC before. It's not, I hope it's not completely the same. I hope that this new implementation of GMRC is a transformative and a responsive curriculum to the changing society of being, uh, you know, having a good moral. So would it be okay if I read it? Yeah, sure. Okay, okay coverage of values education. Section 5 uh, of the Article 11476. It is hereby mandated that the values education shall be an integral and essential part of the DepEd's K-12 basic education curriculum. Values education, as herein provided, shall encompass universal human, ethical, and moral values, among others. It shall inculcate, among, other student, among our students, the basic tenets of the observance of respect for oneself, others, and our elders intercultural diversity, gender equity, ecology and integrity of creation, peace and justice, obedience to the law, nationalism and global citizenship, as well as values of patience, perseverance, industry, honesty and integrity, and good faith in dealing with other human beings along with all other universal values. Um, I think it's it's really really good. The overview is really really uh, responsive to our current society. So what so what's your take on this one, Randolph? So I think the coverage of values education, which is stated here in section five, I think it's really good because it's very holistic. Okay, so when I say holistic, it it is uh, it is concerned with building good moral values, and it is also concerned with building character, great good character that would eventually help them succeed in the future. Because what I like about here is global citizenship and uh, the diversity, intercultural diversity as a nation of. Uh, diverse cultures because the Philippines has a lot of uh, cultures yes. it has a really diverse culture I think that's really nice if we could teach students uh, diversity how to accept uh, other cultures the beliefs of other cultures because 
I think there's still this stigma within our society that if you're this, if 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 you're this, if you belong in this culture, you're this. You, if you belong in this culture, you're this. Example to our listener discretion. Uh, this is just an example. Uh, okay, so for example, uh, they say sometimes na if if you're an Ilocano, koripot ka, ganon. And I think that builds negative character and it builds uh, a wall between our country and its citizens. So I think here in the diversity, I think that it would be good because we could break those kinds of mindsets na pwede nating baliin yan sa bata na I, ano, it doesn't mean na Ilocano siya, ay kuripot siya, ganon. Because we should really learn acceptance. Especially here in the global citizenship. Another thing, uh, another thing that I noticed that there are some of us that have prejudices uh, in other nationalities. So I think it would be really nice uh, if we could teach global citizenship because we're able to establish acceptance in cultural differences between Filipinos and other yes. other nations. Especially since we are a member of, uh, no, we are a member of Southeast Asian na- ASEAN. And the bonds of ASEAN is getting stronger than ever. And then, uh, most likely, magkakaroon ng chances na magkaroon tayo ng mix Okay, it's we can also we could already see it happening right now. Okay, marami ng ASEAN, ASEAN members of the ASEAN nations who are coming in the Philippines and marami na ring Pilipino ang napupunta sa iba't ibang iba't ibang bansa ng ASEAN. So, nagkakaroon na tayo ng exchange. So, I think teaching global citizenship would be very nice. Yes. Um Sobrang lawak ng values education, no? So, siguro talaga ang intention ng K-12 is to um, to be highlighted uh, values education in all subjects. But it's difficult because of the content nga. But, no, um, as you can see, this is, this, the coverage of the values education is really holistic and it's very inclusive. Like, they mentioned and uh, it's stated here that encompasses universal human ethical and moral values and it I hope you know it deviates from the traditional thoughts of what is uh, uh, what is traditionally thought, thought at school and evident doon yung nabanggit mo yung intercultural diversity um, highlighting, of course, Philippines have different uh, cultures, but the world rather has different cultures. And this will definitely lead us to understanding their culture and becoming a global citizen diba? by uh, inculcating respect you know, to other cultures. And of course, ecology and integrity of creation. I think this also highlights the respect to Mother Nature to our planet, peace and justice, obedience to the law, nationalism and global citizenship is really good. And of course, gender equity. I hope that the in the 
curriculum guide that that will be implemented or that will be crafted is that sa gender equity hindi na natin ilimit yung gender roles wag uh, i hope ma highlight that women and men have both um, equal capability uh, equal capability diba and of course those who have other gender preferences have yeah. also equal cap- equal capability um, to let's not confine a certain profession or a certain talent to a certain gender Yes, that's okay. true. This is, I think, I really think that the contents of the values education is really interesting. So, to the values educators, no, good luck. Uh, congratulations first, no, and then, of course, good luck in the implementation. Of I would this, also uh, just like to add, uh, dun sa LGBT community, I hope that this values education would also, uh, would also break certain stigmas or certain prejudices to the the, mem- to the members or against the members of the LGBT community. Okay, because uh, I think I'd, I'm not sure with the statistics. I think there's some companies where uh, if you're an LGBT, you have less chances of getting in. So I hope I hope that would break. Okay, those prejudices, just like what you've said. Uh, I really like what you said. I want to highlight what you said that uh, gender equity, I hope that it would, you know, destroy the stigma, destroy the gender limits that society has imposed on us. So the so, the, the values education here, what, what I can assess is that it's really holistic. Uh, it it talks about how people relate with other people, how a citizen should relate with the government, or rather should relate with the laws, or how to be a good, a law-abiding citizen. And it also teaches how a person should relate to the environment. So I think if this values education would be very uh, successful, it would... uh, it would affect a lot of areas, like sociologically, environmentally. It would, it would really, it would really uh, affect a lot of area, a lot of areas in our society. Okay. Yes, and um, I hope no, because uh, the intention of the K to twelve program was to integrate it to other subjects, but because of difficulty. Because these subjects also have their own identity. Now, overshadow yung integration ng GMRC. But of course, with the new GMRC subject, with the new GMRC course or a discipline you know, being taught in basic education, it will be identified by the students as really, really important. And let's try to, ano, let's, let's, I, I just want to highlight, you know, that a values education is really, really important today because, to be honest, this is my personal experience. Morality is already depleting or going down. And we need the strength of values educators to educate the youth, to educate the young ones that we have right now na it's okay na sumabay sa pagbabago ng lipunan 
pero mahalaga na i-retain o panatilihin pa rin natin ang moralidad natin bilang mga tao, bilang yes. mga mamakyan. No? And it's a matter of respect to culture, to gender, to, of course, to the elderly, but to, generally to everyone. No? And, yeah, I, I really, really think, I'm really looking forward to the implementation of the uh, GMRC because it's it's a hope no to to the next generation generation yes yeah so, so Randolph I would like to ask you do you think the implementation of the GMRC is important well based on what we've talked about yes it is important okay it is very important that we have uh, a separate GMRC subject. However, I'm not I'm not uh, bypassing the challenges. Okay, it's important that we have we have GMRC, but for it to be successful, we have to you know, uh, kailangan natin malagpasan yung mga challenges na kaharap ng bagong implementation nato. Okay, so kailangan lang natin ng tiyaga, determination. We should be passionate about what we're going to do about this. As educators, as curriculum developers, we should be considerate on the totality of the Filipino people. Okay, so I hope yung mga curriculum developers na gagawa ng curriculum for this subject, they should make sure that the values, the competencies for values education would encompass everyone, not just a certain religion, not just a certain group of people, not just a certain group of culture, but everyone, okay? Because we're not, uh, the coverage of values education where uh, it inculcates uh, respect, mutual respect, uh, gender equity and such yung mga nabanggit natin i don't think that would be reached if values education would be biased to a certain group of people so i hope yung ano yung gagawa ng curriculum ng values education i hope that each competency is made sure to encompass everyone here in the philippines okay so in terms of importance, yes. But in order for its success, we need to successfully uh, go past the challenges. How about you? Yes. Um, I also really, really think that is it is very important, especially sa panahon natin ngayon. No? But of course, it is very important also in the development of the curriculum as someone who is also teaching curriculum development that always include the teachers in the um, planning, in the development and implementation and evaluation of the new GMRC curriculum. Because these teachers are your frontliners with their students. They are the one facing the characters of the students. The characters or the uh, attitudes of the students before is very, very different from the characters and attitudes of the students that we have now. And we really need a collective responses from these teachers 
yung harap-harapan talaga nilang nakakasalamuha yung mga bata, kung paano natin i-address yung mga, um, what they call this, lapses sa behavior ng mga batang ito. No? Again, we are not talking about questioning. Questioning is good. So, yung attitude ng batang matanong, it's okay. But the manner of how you ask teachers. Example, um, if teachers teaching something is uh, is quite not correct or something is wrong with what teachers is, is teaching is wrong, um, there's a proper way and there is a polite way and there is a respectful way on how you approach it. But students now, most of them um, would actually respond to it differently. No, Many of them, not most, but many of them would respond to it differently. So I suggest that in the planning of the curriculum for the GMRC, that the teachers will really have face-to-face -face interaction or online interaction with their students no, uh, would be included sa paggawa kasi sila yung nakakaharap yung mga bata. Sila yung nakakaalam ng pag-uugali ng mga batang ito. And of course, no, um, mahalaga din na habang pinaplano ito, uh, it should be, habang ginagawa din yung curriculum uh, guide, it should also be inclusive, again, in different cultures. Because as Randolph have mentioned a while ago, the Philippines is a mixture of different uh, cultures no, across the country. So it should be inclusive. Like there's, uh, this is an example. There is a book that, um, there's a textbook that I, I encountered in Cordillera that the Igorots, I am an Igorot. It states at the book that the Igorots and the uh, Aitas have almost, um, uh, what do they call this, same features. And of course, some Igorots reacted on that, not because they are offended that they also have a similarity with the Aitas, but because the authors was not able to distinguish the difference of Aita and Igorots. Uh, I hope no clear po yun that um, Aita and Igorots are not the same. These two rich cultures are not the same. But both of them have their own identity na sana alam yon ng mga gumagawa ng libro, gumagawa ng textbook, gumagawa ng curriculum guide to make sure that no culture will be um, or no uh, no ethical group, ethnical group would be affected by it. Uh, that's my personal, ano, that's my personal a statement. I was quite affected. I'm not insulted or anything, but I hope authors would familiarize their, themselves with the difference of uh, present cultures. So crafting the curriculum guide is, would really, really be challenging no? para sa atin, para sa, sa kanila, kasi they should consider all cultures, especially that this is um, GMRC. Kasi there are cultures na acceptable to, pero sa culture na to hindi acceptable. How would you respond to that? I hope there are practical applications that they would include in this one. A social implication as well. 
Kaya I really think it is very, very important. And apart from that, no, when when someone or when that student leaves the country or goes to other country, how he or she will also address the culture present to that country politely then and respectfully. Kasi iba-iba tayo. Iba-iba tayo ng kultura. Pero paano natin mapapanatili ang respeto na hindi natin natatapakan yung kultura ng iba? So, I think, yeah, GMR, that, that's just one side, one part of the importance of GMRC. Yeah. But, yan nga. Nabanggit mo kanina doon sa overview, it's very holistic. I saw something related to culture, something related to respecting nature, something re- related to respecting the entire human race and other creation. It's yeah. mentioned a while ago. Okay. So it's very, so, very important. So, JD, what do you think are the implications uh, to the students, to the society, if this is if this law is successfully implemented? Okay, maybe let's do it like this. What are its implications if it's successfully implemented and if it's not successfully implemented? Of course, um, the, the implementation of the curriculum is always charged no, the, to the implementors of the curriculum and those are the teachers. That will be dependent on the implementors of the curriculum. If it is successfully implemented, this would really result to um, making good decisions in life yes. for our students. Especially if, example, you're a politician, your student becomes a politician in the future or a government official, he or she will definitely make decisions depending on the character and attitude that he or she has developed while he was young. I mean, it would really provide a big effect in the decision-making. Second is, if you're a scientist, in your inventions, are you going to invent it? If it would, would, it be, would it result goodness to the society or bad? Diba? Parang ano lang din yan eh. uh, Example, in, in science, technology, and society, um, uh, knowing what is good and bad is also very important. Kasi sa STS then and if it is implemented also in GMRC nga, kapag naging scientist yung estudyante mo, alam niya kung itutuloy niya pa ba yung pag-invento niya ng mga uh, pag-invent niya ng mga gamit na pwedeng makasira sa nature. Pwede, pwedeng oo, oh, pwedeng hindi, but that will be dependent on the successfulness of the implementation of GMRC. Diba? It will provide good decision-making to the students and most importantly, moral decisions. Decisions that are grounded with goodness. Diba? Kasi ay, ako, Randolph, naniniwala ako na despite of all the bad things that is happening right now, there is a lot of goodness in humans. My goodness sa atin. No? Regardless of, of any culture, regardless of any gender, regardless of any religion that you have, we all have innate goodness in us. Yes. And the successful implementation of the 
successful implementation of the K to 12 of the GMRC in the K to 12 program would be dependent on the teachers. But my suggestion to the teachers of, of course, um, who will be teaching the gender, either values education, is to serve as a model to your students. And that would be my uh, my my comment on how to implement the GMRC is to, of course, be a good model to your students in making good decisions, in speaking, in your way of speaking, in your manner of speaking, in your own actions, and in the decisions that you make in life. Kaya mahirap po talaga maging values education teacher kasi ikaw yung titingnan ng bata. Eh. Example, pag si math teacher or si social science teacher or si science teacher nagalit, nagsabi ng iba, may isip ng bata, ay okay lang yan. Pero pag si values teacher, nagsabi ng hindi maganda, pag-uusapan yan ng mga bata. Totoo. Bakit? Malaking issue yan. Oh, malaking issue yun. Kaya mahirap po talaga maging values educator. No? Kasi you are inculcating character. Yung content kasi, kaya-kaya yung ituro. Mahirap siya ituro because kailangan alam mo yung content. No? Character building is really different. Pasok ng bata, iba, may, ugat, may, may buhay yan sa bahay nila. How will you, it's a very challenging part for the teachers. Paano mo i-implement yung goodness sa kanya kung yung goodness na yun ay hindi good sa bahay nila? Or hindi good sa society na meron sila? Diba? It will be really, really be challenging. But a successful implementation of GMRC would definitely lead to good leadership to our uh, government officials in the future good scientists in decision-making in their inventions, diba? good citizens. Diba? So that will really, really lead to goodness of our country and the world at large. Diba? Kasi, syempre, may iba dyan pupunta na din sa ibang bansa. At bit-bit-bit nila ang identity ng Filipinos that Filipinos really have good moral characters. Diba? So it would really affect not just a society, but the entire world yes. of the identity of being a Filipino. And, but apart from that, of being a human, being a human, the, on how Filipinos sees the importance of being a human, pagiging tao, na nakakalimutan na ngayon, na ipapaalala ng GMRC. Diba? So I really think it would be really successful. It will be really, really good if it is implemented successfully. But if it is not successfully implemented, of course, ibang usapan na din yun. I mean, again, as I have mentioned, the success of the implementation of the curriculum is dependent on the teachers. Kahit gaano kaganda ang curriculum guide, ang plano, kapag hindi na-implement yung teacher, wala rin. So please, to our values educators, implement this implement this uh, really, really good. It will be very, very challenging for you guys kasi um, nasa inyo na yung pinaka-major uh, ano ng future ng ating bansa. Kasi content can be taught uh, kasi universal naman siya. Example, you teach science here, pagpunta mo sa ibang bansa, yun pa rin naman yung science na tinuturo. 
no but for for um for values education how will you be good if you're good here how will you still be good in other place how will you deal with that it will be re- really really be challenging so if it's not successfully implemented i cannot tell but i hope no ma implement siya successfully and of course my 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 regards to our all values educators more power to you guys ayun lang siguro ikaw so my take on this if it's uh implemented successfully uh i think one of the things that would be very beneficial or one of the thing that will benefit our society is that if this values education is implemented properly we were we are going to break barriers that are separating us okay what do i mean by barriers barriers uh between genders barriers between religion barriers between culture okay because i think that's one of the problems why our country is not united as we want it to be is because there are barriers that are separating us and just to add in the success of implementation i think another thing that would make this values education be more successful is that if it is implemented in a non-biased manner okay if the teacher is not biased towards a certain set of values because just like what you said earlier there are times that the values of this group is no longer good to the values of the other group so i think teachers or the implementors should be non-biased in order to break those barriers okay so that's the only thing that i can say if this values education is very successful we are able to break barriers however if for example uh it's not implemented properly so let's say there are biases in the ways of it is implemented i think the opposite will happen instead of breaking the barriers it would just strengthen the barriers and prejudices against other cultures other uh humans and other genders so yun yung ayaw nating mangyari okay that's why we had this values education law is for us to uh break those barriers for us to develop good character for us to develop a set of good morals but if it's i think this is a double edged sword so i think the department should be very uh careful or kailangan uh matiyaga nilang tinitignan or they should really look into how this implement how this is implemented because if it's not implemented properly all of it would just turn around instead of instead of uh reaching our goals where we break barriers develop good moral develop good character the opposite would happen and that would be not that would not be good okay so i think uh message then 
to the other to the heads of different educational institutions i hope we would not treat values education as just a minor subject because based on the implications it is it it is uh the implication of it goes for generations it affects the entire country it affects an entire society for a large span of generation so i hope na yung values education would be taken seriously it would be taken heavily kasi uh, i think the future of the country uh, this could be a turning point for the future of the country for the uh, future leaders of the country so the education the education sector or the department of education should really uh let's say control the quality on how it's implemented okay yeah yes i totally agree with you know it will definitely break barriers it would destroy barriers no and i really really mm-hmm. am looking up to the values educators right now on how they are going to implement this but um Before we end, I'd like to share a word from the book Education by E. Ellen G. White that true education does not ignore the value of scientific knowledge or literary acquirements, but above information, it values power. Above power, goodness. Above intellectual acquirements, it's character. The world does not so much need men and women of great intellect as of noble character. It needs men and women in whom ability is controlled by steadfast principles. So that would be my, ano, my, my take on the importance of character building. No. So the role of GM, I'm looking at GMRC as a very, very big leap in the character building of our students. Because above all the intellect that we can gain is the character that that can be created. It's a character that we have. You know? And I believe that the various educators are major contributors in the character building of the students. Although all teachers, all teachers, all all parents, no? Kasi nga it takes a village to raise a child, di ba? But the values educators have more advantage because tinuturo nila. Diba? Um, we don't know kung ano nga bang metric system ang gagamitin nila dito. Kung anong rating scale ang gagamitin nila for values education. Kung ito ba ay same lang din ng, one to one, ng 100 ng percentile. No? We don't know. But I hope sa students, the students will value character more than intellect, will value goodness more than power. So, that would be my take on the reenactment of values education. So, I'm very, very excited for the values educators, for the values education, and for our future students. Yes. I think this shows hope for our future. It shows hope 
for the development of our country. Okay. So do you have anything more to add? Okay. So I think that's it. That ends our podcast. So I hope uh, you guys enjoyed our uh, talk about the subject matter. And I hope you are able to form realizations, reflections, and even your own opinions regarding this matter. Okay, And we would like to hear from you on what you've learned uh, in our podcast, on what you felt. Okay, so please feel uh, please feel free free to voice out your uh, opinions about this. You could message us, or you could reach us when, uh, however you like. Okay, so that's it. That's the end of our podcast. Again, Thank good you. evening, JD. Good evening, Randolph. And good evening, everyone. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Thank you.